entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders so they can inspire others. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM The Talker, which is part of Bold Gold Media, and we are in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at C-Suite Radio, and that's c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. My special guest with me today is Ed Brixey. Hi, Ed. How are you? I'm doing great, Marty. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I did the name good, didn't I? <laughs> Excellent. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have you're gonna have to spell that during the whole show, but I got the, I got it right, nope. so that's terrific. We're off to a good start, Ed. <laughs> Let me tell you who Ed is. Ed Brixey yes, is a is former is a former United States Army Infantry Staff Sergeant with service across three combat deployments to Iraq. After his time in the military, he received his MBA from Babson College. Let me repeat that. He received his MBA from Babson College and now coaches organizational leadership and growth through his consultancy, which is called Blue Cord Management. So, Ed, welcome to the Business Builder Show. Let me start this way. Uh, what do you do? Uh, you kind of say yeah, a, a coach organization leadership. Give me a little more details on Blue Cord Management. Okay, so with Blue Cord Management, we specialize in developing the mid-level leaders in an organization. So the leadership that's at the core, the really the guys where the rubber meets the road. And we do this through our training programs and coaching for these leaders within the organization. We focus on developing the leaders who usually are just promoted because of whatever technical expertise they have. We help provide some of that additional leadership skills, build some of their acumen, Mm -hmm. and work on the interpersonal side of things. So Mm -hmm. what does it take to become an inspiring leader rather than just a great manager? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Blue Cord Management is the name of the company. Is there a meaning behind a Blue Cord Management? Oh, absolutely. Um, Blue Cord is taken from a device we wore in our dress uniforms as infantrymen. It was a designator of our profession. And much of my leadership coaching stems from the lessons and is inspired by the NCOs that I had and when I was rising through the ranks within the military and mm-hmm. being able to provide that level of teamwork and cohesion into a business environment now. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Very good. Um, we met each other at, um, I think it was New York City, right, Ed? Um, with the yes, it was. <laughs> C-Suite Network. And um, I found you fascinating and interesting, so I'm glad you finally uh, got on the show here. Uh, we, uh, we have Lindsay Hazlett and Jeffrey Hazlett to thanks for, thank you, thank for that. 
And uh, what uh, kind of got me uh, wanting to hook up with you, you wrote an article in LinkedIn, and I'm going to say this even before we get talking about it. At the end of the article, it says, Ed Brixey has been fascinated by technology ever since he discovered Linux in the early 90s. So are you a computer geek? I was when I was in high school. That was um, sort of how I fell into technology. I broke the family computer when I was 12 years old. My mom threw it at me, said, bring it back down to your room. You fix it. And I had my own computer at that point. <laughs> were you able to use some of that technology expertise in the military? Was were you able to transfer some of that knowledge or no? Oh, no, not so much. I was a line infantryman, so didn't see too much technology in my yeah. role there. Line infantry. You were kind of busy. I got it. Okay, Absolutely. so the um, the article is managing Tom, Dick, and Siri. So it re- <laughs> the, the headline is great, by the way. So it's terrific. So managing Tom, Dick, and Siri, and you can find this on his LinkedIn page, and his name is Brooksy. But Ed, go ahead and spell your name so they can find you on LinkedIn. Uh, certainly. It's B-R-Z-Y-C-H-C-Y. Excellent. Talk to me about this article. What's it about? So the article uh, was inspired to write the article, again, doing a lot of my coaching off my experience in the military. And one of our primary things when we go out on missions was situational awareness. Know what's going on around you. And then, so I started looking, what's coming down the future what can we expect as managers as leaders in business to have to deal with here in the next couple of years and seeing the rise in ai technology it's going to make a difference in our daily lives and yeah. trying to find ways to express that for new managers <laughs> yeah yeah well the whole idea of artificial intelligence is 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 here more than people realize is it not oh absolutely it's been such a fringe technology we was looking at it being developed and written about even as far back as the 80s. And now, just look at last week with Google Duplex's announcement and the demonstration that they put together. So it's becoming much more mainstream very quickly. Yeah, when people don't realize all it is, is well, I'm going to oversimplify it, but it's, 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 it's connecting the dots that are public, that somehow or another this all comes together, and that's automating something. And that's really what you talk about. You say here... Um, Let's see here. Uh, Artificial intelligence promises to be a robust system to add to our practices, providing leaders new and extraordinary insights into everyday processes based off data generated by our business operations. You go on to say this tool has the potential to be a boom to virtually any business activity. But hold on. Is this going to take over management and leadership, Ed? No, I very much view leadership as a personal process. It's something interpersonal. It's the leader developing their relationship with the team. But when they, when we take a look at big business and big data and we see how do we get a little bit of a better handle on all this? How do we analyze everything that's going on in order to make a little bit more robust decisions? So AI is going to become a tool to help make those decisions a little better, to help pr- sort through this massive information that even as small businesses we're often faced with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a complex world out there. There's all kinds of data points to collect and uh, through artificial intelligence and machine learning and different things like that, you can get some of these, you can get this data that you can use. However you do say, um, does this really, it, but it's not creative or intuitive. 
Is that are we leaving that up to the leaders and managers of our organizations to be creative or intuitive, Ed? Oh, absolutely. That sort of becomes even more of the leader's responsibility and within their role, it's being able to use this information in creative new ways. It's being able to intuitively take a look and at things based off of their experiences. Is this good? Is this bad? And can we make a little bit stronger decisions moving forward? So how do they, okay, so you're at Blue Cord Management and they can find that website, right? That is mm-hmm. the website, correct, Ed? That is. And uh, my guess is. MGMT.com. Okay, say that again because I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Blue Cord. BlueCordMGMT.com. All right. You can find Ed there. So um, so AI is a, a statistical system. We still need our intuition. We still need judgments. I guess what you're saying is we still need leadership, Ed. Absolutely. It's not going to replace the role of the leader. It's going to enhance it. It's going to provide a new platform to take a look at data, to take a look at things in the world and Give us a little bit of a stronger lens to view these things through. Yeah. Okay. Here's an obvious question. I want you to address it, though. Sure. So how many years were you in the military and you did three combat deployments to Iraq? Wow. Yes, I was in for 12 years total. 12 years. And then during that time, the deployments to Iraq were in 2003, 2006, and 2008. How did that prepare you? It's maybe an obvious question, but I want you to talk about it. What, how did that experience prepare you for what you do today? That's a, a tougher question than you let on. It's one of those, it prepared me greatly, but I never was able to articulate that until coming out and getting my education. And that's sort Good. of the larger transition piece for veterans is being yeah. able to say, here's what I did in the Army and here's what I did during my time in the service. What does that really mean when I get out to the civilian world? If you look at my former yeah. job description, there's yeah. very little direct correlation, but it's all those other little lessons that I learned from that well, that I apply now. How about discipline? Oh, absolutely. Some self-discipline, communications ability, team leading, just managing people in yeah. that small realm. It's Yeah, team leading, volumes. very, very important. Uh, why Babson? What led you to Babson? Which is congratulations. First of all, thank you for all the military and for doing something that I was unable to do. Thank you for doing that. And uh, but talk to me about Babson. How did you get there? Why did you choose that? What did you study? Give me more details on that experience. Ah, oh, sure thing. Um, again, going back to the transition experience, um, I was that typical soldier that comes out and didn't know what was next and bounced around from job to job for a while. had a pretty difficult first year out of the military until I realized I have this education benefit. And so using that, I went, um, finished my undergraduate at Salem State University here in Massachusetts. And then all of a sudden life was pretty good. Academia and I clicked pretty well. (laughs) And so trying to continue that experience, I had another year left for the education benefits. So I started looking around at schools and I was just doing my own self-guided tours, looking at different campuses, getting a feel for the environments and the cultures within those institutions. And Babson just clicked. I was sitting in the cafeteria watching the professors interact with the students, had a couple conversations with people in their offices and just realize this is a great place for me just cultural wise it fit it feels right interesting interesting well besides that no wonder you enjoyed it nobody was shooting at you exactly that always right? helps <laughs> 
So, yeah, so, hey, you know, uh, you know, compared to that, Iraq, this is a good deal. Um, oh, but, but Babson was, is no cakewalk. You had to work hard. No, I did. It was incredibly difficult. And I was in a one-year MBA program full-time. So it was intense, to say the least. Yeah. When uh, did you start Blue Cord? When did it actually start? Um, I graduated Babson in June of 2016. Took a vacation, unwound for a little while. In August of that year, I started Blue Cord. <laughs> you joined the C-suite network, and uh, you're one of the advisors, I believe. Why? Why is was that important? I guess the question is: um, Is networking important? Building relationships important in your business? Oh, that's the crux of my business business right there. It's like most other consultancies, it's building that rapport, building that network with my clients and with other businesses in order to get my message out there. And the C-suite's been great for having a platform to meet new people and network around and build up my brand, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's worked for us. Here we are. And again, thank you to Jeffrey and uh, Lindsay Hazlett for uh, allowing us to be part of that and meet great, great folks. Uh, let's transition to something that I know you want to talk about, uh, and you kind of mentioned it uh, earlier, but the idea, I guess I'll use the word bridging. Um, you'd like to talk to people, talk I guess talk to business people about, uh, and, and uh, military folks, about bridging the uh, civilian military, I guess we'll call it divide. Talk to me about that. What's in your heart? What's in your mind about that? It's a pretty big divide. When you look at the two organizations, it's difficult to bridge it. They speak completely different languages. You have completely different cultures and organizations where it's very tough for one to understand another. I see a lot of veterans every day just struggling with that transition. And it's not just limited to guys who are in my role. I've seen it even within the officer ranks. Hmm. When that time for transition comes, how do I go about that? What am I going to go and do next? What's sort of the plan for the rest of my life? And it's incredibly difficult sometimes because it's tough to articulate the skills you have within the military and then going into a more business environment. So what are we doing about it, if anything? What are you doing about it? You're talking about it, but I'm going to put you on the spot. I mean, I've had a lot. Again, I did not serve in the military. Uh, I couldn't hear then, and I still I wear hearing aids today. Um, so, But I talked to a lot of military people. I had We just had somebody on, right, DC? We just had somebody on that uh, talked about the military right. and sales careers. And, yes. And uh, it was a fascinating discussion. And and he pleaded with folks to say, hey, business people, take a look at, at these uh, veterans. Take a look at these military leaders, and, and, military folks. And, and a couple of things he mentioned is something that you already mentioned, and it is they're great in teams. Uh, they're they they're, 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 they they they're not just being told what to do. You 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 were trained, but did you not have to pivot at times and make your own decisions? No, absolutely. It's leadership decisions in the military fall at an extremely low level. As a young infantry team leader in E5, a sergeant, with my four guys, they were my responsibility. And tactical decisions were being made within my my one vehicle, whether we go left, whether we go right, what, what happens next. So having that level of responsibility is, it's integral. In business today, Finding people with that level of initiative, with that level of self-discipline, and carrying it over 
is incredibly important. There you go. Now we're doing something about it because why mm-hmm. not? Especially, again, I don't think any any veteran is going to say, give me special treatment. Am I correct? No one's going to no, say I- that. <laughs> what they're going to say is, hey, if I have the same skills or if I match up well and if you look at my background and it gives me an edge, of which it almost always will, uh, why not? If you're, Everybody's looking for a great team member. Everybody is looking for people who can, uh, you know, move quick on their feet. Um, so I, I think it's a good thing that we're talking about it, Ed. You know, I really do, and I appreciate you doing that. So we need to wrap up. Uh, my guest is Ed Brixey, and he has uh, he owns and operates Blue Accord Management. Give me your website again. Is www.bluecordmgmt.com. So is there anything that you want to close with? Anything I didn't ask you that you expected me to ask you? Anything uh, that I left out? Uh, No, Marty. Definitely things for leaders to keep in mind, just based off what we talked earlier, is it's all about situational awareness. It's knowing what's coming down the pipe and keeping, so to speak, your head on a swivel. And just maintaining good awareness of what the future holds and being ready to adapt. There's three constants in life. Ben Franklin got two of them in death and taxes, but the third one is change. And we need to make sure as leaders, we're always being adaptable. There you go. There you go. (laughs) So you'll want to reach out to Ed at bluecordmanagement.com. Ed, thanks so much for being our guest on the Business Builders Show. Thank you, Mario. Appreciate you having me. Thank you for listening to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show, but stay tuned for information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to the Business Builder Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.